Welcome to the Inner Trends Podcast. Welcome to the future of mobility. Simply stay on track. Welcome to a new episode of the Inner Trends Podcast. My name is Britta Walters. Today we are going to talk about a very important topic, which is safety in railway. I'm very pleased to welcome Roger Dirksmeyer from Foctec later on in the show. Foctec develops, produces and markets fixed and mobile systems for fire detection and firefighting. This becomes more and more important, especially as we see new power drives like batteries and hydrogen. But before we go deeper into the details of firefighting and railway, let's see what's happening at Innotrans. My first guest is Kerstin Schulz, director of Innotrans. Kerstin, welcome. Great to have you on the show. Thank you. Hi, Britta. How are you? Good, good. Kerstin, um, just a few days ago, Innotrans Plus has started. Um, what is Innotrans Plus? Um, Innotrans Plus is a new digital platform and will replace the former virtual marketplace. Um, that means all data of the exhibitors will be moved to the new platform and there will be more add-on services available to communicate um, digital in between the years of InnoTrends and also um, uh, it can be used for preparation for the next show here in Berlin. That means the whole world of mo mobility in, at one place and all services will be available the end of January next year. So could you explain it a little bit more in detail? What does Innotrans Plus offer for exhibitors, but also for visitors? Oh, there are a lot of features. Um, for example, um, there's a, an individual layout. You can do direct appointment requests. Um, you can um, provide trade visitor profiles, direct networking with the exhibitors. There is an increased visibility of your brand and uh, your company. There are media uploads like videos, images, and so on. You can go in direct dialogue with customers and employees via chat, video call functions. There will be live streaming available as well as after InnoTrends, every live streaming will be available on demand. So uh, I can get in touch with um, clients or other people on the show, first virtual and, and then live at InnoTrans? Yeah, right. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Kerstin. So InnoTrans Plus gives you a foretaste of what's coming up at InnoTrans, right, Kerstin? Yeah, right. But before we want to wish everybody a merry, merry Christmas and a good start in the new year. And um, when you celebrate Christmas, make sure to take care of the candles and the fireplaces because fire protection is more important than ever during these times. But Britta, that was the perfect pointer to our exhibitor Foctech, don't you think? Absolutely, Kerstin. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Now, I'm very pleased to welcome Roger Dirksmeyer, Managing Director for Rail Systems from FogTech on the show. Mr. Dirksmeyer, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. It's my real pleasure to be here with you today. 
Mr. Duxmeyer, I heard you travel a lot by train and you hardly use the car. Now, I wonder, when you enter a train, do you always check safety features first? Um, maybe it's not the first view, but for sure, the sensitivity for specific topics changed during the last years a lot. Uh, I'm now for 20 years with these things. And of course, you look in so much details on the trains and sometimes people looking a bit curious to me when I do photos somewhere and maybe thinking, what is this stupid guy doing there? <laughs> it probably just becomes part of your DNA when you work so Absolutely. long in this, uh, this business. Um, so what is your overall impression? Of course, we know going on a train ride is safe. We must say that. But is there room for improvement? What do you think? I think it's indeed already um, really safe to go by train, but there's always a room for uh, improvements. Uh, safety on the one side, but maybe also to change the understanding uh, to think more in systematic system approach, not only in feature, single features of one system, really to have a holistic approach and then make it to be more efficient and in total also more safe. I see. So um, Fogtech has more than 20 years of experience in developing and producing fire protection systems. I wonder, have things changed over the years? Has fire detection and firefighting become more important? Yes, this indeed. Uh, so lot. Um, because when we started this uh, topics also in 1999, with our, our first deliveries are from 1997 to the Indian Railway. So fire protection was mostly only on materials, so passive fire protection topics. And uh, of course, a lot happened after the fires on the tunnels in Italy and Switzerland in 1999-2000. And also the Kitzsteinhorn uh, fire on the rope railway uh, happened, uh, changed a lot. The complete understanding changed on that. And since this time, a lot of things around happened. And to be honest, um, with our developments in the market and to providing solutions, uh, also things developed into the right uh, direction of active fire protection solutions. I think uh, based on the tunnel fires where also, for example, Italy released a completely new law in 2005, which is uh, giving the requirement to equip all trains running through a tunnel longer than one kilometer with a water mist system to protect the passengers. This changed, of course, also a lot in this field. And This was then partly also um, adapted with the TSI uh, developments so that we see also there a different movement with fire protection topics that the people understand and becomes more sensitive for that. And at the beginning, we could see that fire protection systems maybe have, had not so good image for the um, railway operators and manufacturers because fire protection system was just additional weight additional maintenance efforts, additional costs. So nobody saw the benefits. And this is, I think, what FogTech is also staying for with the slogan, as, as you may know, smarter way of firefighting, to, to change this, to develop advantages by using such systems. And for this way, uh, in this way, also to help to make things more efficient at the end. And this is the last point for that then. <laughs> Uh, we have also to see that the uh, rate of vandalism in the society also changed, uh, becomes more and more worse. And we have um, projects where just uh, our system is just used because the operator is afraid about vandalism and um, people playing around with fire. 
I see. So FogDeck has supplied more than 18,000 fire protection systems worldwide. Do you see differences between the countries, for example, between the US and European countries? Absolutely. Um, but one of the biggest differences, to be honest, we have also already in Europe, um, between Italy and, and the rest of Europe, uh, because, uh, as I said, Italy released after the big tunnel fires uh, a law which requires such systems on board. So it means uh, each train running to Italy or, the, or needs an approval for Italy also have to have a much more complex fire protection system as in the rest of Europe. Very good example, the new uh, night trains for ÖBB, which Siemens is producing, where we, I think, delivered our most complex system just to fulfill the Italian requirements. But in the rest of Europe, trains can run as they are. And looking now outside Europe, um, we can see that um, US especially is um, still a lot on material, uh, on passive fire protection. This will also now change much more because the newest release of the NFPA 130, the American standard, is now reflecting also uh, active fire protection solutions. And this in a much more innovative way, I think, as the European standards now. So there's a little bit like an override on the right lane uh, in compared to Europe because they allow a risk-based engineering and they also allow to reduce requirements from the infrastructure, for example, if a train is equipped with a fire protection system because in this case, a fire scenario could not become so big as it's normally, it normally would be. And this brought us, us also the new order for the Los Angeles Metro, for example, to protect them with a full fire protection system. I see. Looking, looking to the other side, um, to, to Asia, where uh, China and Japan also uh, now start slowly to develop on a active fire protection solutions. The sensitivity for such things is, was much lower. In China, is more vandalism-driven, to be honest. Um, there are people afraid about. And in Japan, it was really surprising me that things coming up in the last, let's say, 12 months, uh, because they told us that there's a change also in the society. So, so people start also now to ignite fires on the train. Unfortunately, there were also cases where people ignited themselves. And... Things which they could not imagine in the past because the Shinkansen in Japan is, I think, one of the most well-known and stable systems in the world for railway. And they also could not imagine that something would happen with um, vandalism or ignition of a fire by people. And this also changed in the society. So also these countries are now coming. So you mentioned there is a change in awareness, but also in the circumstances We know that mobility in general is changing very much at the moment. We see new power drives and railways such as hydrogen and batteries. How does this development affect firefighting? A lot to, to be very clear on that. And uh, I also just would like to recommend to everybody listening outside there, do not underestimate the, the risk coming from especially lithium-ion accumulators and, and similar uh, technologies. But I don't want to make it bad. Huh? So, um, but we know, have to know our risks and to manage them in the right way. Uh, we as FogTech did in the past one big uh, research project just on batteries only, coming from defining, testing uh, fire scenarios 
released by ignition from batteries. And the whole development of the scenario is in a completely different way than all the fire scenarios we used in the past. So the infrastructure, the things around, have to be adapted to these new risks, uh, to, as I said, to manage them. And I see a um, big advantage within the railway system that because it's much more controllable um, area, if trains are equipped with batteries or hydrogen, we have closed solution, closed, let's say, systems in this way, uh, which are much more um, yeah, controllable, let's say, in this way. Uh, most important, and then this I really would also give as a general statement, if you ask about firefighting, a lot of people talking about extinguishing battery fires. This is not possible. Uh, the, the big issue on batteries is to cool them down around and to avoid or to reduce the energy to avoid that the next battery cell can start to burn because it's like a jump from one cell to the next. The energy when one cell is ignited to transfer and to ignite the next cell, this has to be interrupted. And this works only with a very good cooling. And for this, especially water mist, high pressure water mist is a great solution to cool down the whole area around. So this is really important also to know. And these scenarios also uh, were checked in the Sovereign uh, research project, which you can find also in the internet uh, with an own web page. And it gives also new scenarios and new design rules. So there definitely are new challenges um, in the railway sector. Uh, I wonder, what does that mean? How can the rail industry cope with these new challenges? And what does it mean, especially for small and medium-sized enterprises? Um, for the um, for the rail industry in, in general, I would say um, the big advantage is that if you use it as tractions for the traction of the trains, it's mostly in a very controlled uh, environment. Uh, maintenance is clear what has to be done. Batteries should hand be handled in the right way. So it's a very controllable environment. Uh, so this is a big advantage. But of course, you have to understand the risks coming from, for example, the batteries and then managing the infrastructure around to have the right systems to detect on the right side um, that you know about um, the scenarios where things can happen, where batteries, can, for example, can be ignited. But the big difficulty or the more risky topic will be of um, coming from the external uh, introduced risks like, and this will come more and more, the e-bikes on trains, for example, especially if we offer them to uh, the, the people to recharge uh, on a train, because this will be one of the most biggest risks, I think, we have to manage. But again, I don't want to make, make uh, people afraid about, it's just about the right management of the risk which you can have. So how would you manage that? I mean, if uh, an e-bike on a train catches fire, what would yeah, you do? Um, important is to understand that um, the whole scenario around is changing because a fire starting from a battery, from an accumulator, uh, has such a high density of energy that uh, partly also the test scenarios for the materials used on trains does not fit to the original fire sources. Or ignition sources which were used for the balancing and, and analyzing uh, for the train. Uh, we did a test series uh, for fires on e-bike on for e-bikes on trains by provocating one accumulator on one e-bike to ignite, and we could down burn down a complete uh, compartment without any problem with this one e-bike. The damage was really um, 
quite quite big and this we have to understand and, and to, to take care about this area and i think if we allow e-bikes on trains with recharging uh, solutions also then we also have to take care about active fire protection for sure in this area to detect and to act then also in the right way because we could demonstrate during the fire tests also that with the water mist system the cooling around the this burning bicycle sounds strange and burning bicycle um, was really covered in a good way and the right environment was protected to be ignited from this fire so with solutions like that um, it's a manageable risk so I see it's all about managing the risk. Exactly. So we don't want to scare anyone. Absolutely. <laughs> right. um, so we see two developments in mobility, digitalization and sustainability. What does that mean for your business? Uh, digitalization is a really big topic. Yeah, uh, everybody is speaking about predictive maintenance and to predict when a part in your system looks like to fail in future. And I think there's a lot of room for development for each system. Um, there are also very good developments running, but to make it really happen in the right way, I think there's some need of clarification, uh, who's using which data at which time. Actually, we have to sign in contracts that we are not allowed to transfer data from our systems to our own server so that we can look into our own system means uh, this is going with the OEM, with the vehicle manufacturer. I'm quite sure vehicle manufacturer and vehicle op uh, railway operator also discussing and fighting about who is the owner of the data. And this should be maybe more clarified in a joint solution because I think this is a topic where we also only can all work together to at the end to find the best synergies. You know, only if we get the data from the field, then we can develop and uh, push the system also into the right uh, direction. Interesting. So, but what about sustainability? I mean, it's also a buzzword right now, but uh, which way does Absolutely. it affect your business? Uh, um, sustainability, I, I sometimes say a Foctic fire protection system is living sustainability um, because we ensure that assets are protected, that people are protected, that systems can come back very fast to operation to serve the society and so sustainability does not mean only one point it's a huge bench of different topics you should follow effect to the society effect to the operator effect to the total system and their fire protection systems already can give a very big support to keep systems running I see so foctec will be an exhibitor at innotrans uh, next year in berlin do you know yet which innovations you're going to present at the trade fair? Yes, <laughs> but unfortunately, it's a little bit too early uh, to, to mention about the details. Um, but we clearly, very clearly can say that there will be some very interesting things to reduce again weight on the train, which is also important for the train operators, OEMs, as well as for the CO2 uh, footprint. So um, we were working a lot on the topic of materials and weight Safeness. So we're really looking forward to that and to find out a bit more about this topic. Uh, well, my final question for today, is there a train trip you have always wanted to do? And if yes, where would that take you? Indeed, um, I'm traveling a lot by train. I always try also in different countries to make use of the train uh, just for passenger experience. But there was one trip which I would like to repeat uh, together with my kids. 
And this was with the Hiram Bingham uh, train between Cusco and Machu Picchu, because this was such an exciting experience. And this is one of the topics I would like to transfer also to my kids and to my family. Sounds really great. Yeah, I'd love to, I could go there too. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Dirksmeyer. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you very much also for my time. It's a pleasure for me to be here. Well, next month, we'll be back with new guests and new stories about the future of mobility. Looking forward to that. Stay tuned. 